The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently, or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn. Yes, even you. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Oh, hello. And welcome to another episode of Speaking with Confidence with Kat Matson. And yes, that would be me. How are you today? I hope you're fabulous doing whatever it is that you're doing, whether you're in the car or on the train. Maybe you're at the gym. A few listeners have told me that they listen to my podcast while they're at the gym. So wherever you are, I hope you are fabulous. Now, today I want to talk about viral messaging and I don't mean viral messaging in terms of social media posts that go viral I mean those sound bites those verbal messages those verbal memes that you say that become become attached become known as what it is that you stand for have you ever wondered how some of those messages become sticky because you know there are there are people, there are speakers, there are influencers, there are entrepreneurs who are very clearly known for certain things, whether it's memes or messages. You know, Stu McLaren, for example, is known as the king of all things membership. Susie Daphnis is known for all things women in business and creating a business that you love and that gives you the lifestyle that you want. So those kind of viral messages are what I want to talk about today because I've experienced this a few times now. I've experienced hearing a a soundbite of mine come back to me and I always thought that speakers or influencers who spread those kind of soundbites, I always thought that they crafted those messages, that they were very cleverly pieced together memes that then floated out through the ears of their audiences. But I've come to realise I don't think it's something that you manufacture in terms of wordsmithing. I don't think it's something that you create by fine-tuning an audio logo, so to speak. How it comes about is when you are congruent with your messaging, when you are repetitive with your messaging and like Stu McLaren, like Susie Daphnis, people start associating you with that message because you're always on message. When I was Brisbane's chief digital officer, I had many key messages. I was, uh, my role was very much around encouraging innovation, supporting startups, 
helping large businesses adopt digital in a meaningful way. And one of the things that I started to say a lot in my key messages was that innovation is messy, that we had to stop looking for a straight line formula to innovate because innovation is messy and it's all good and well to look backwards at how a company has innovated or how a product came about through innovation. But standing at the front end of an innovation process, you don't necessarily know where it's going to go. And I realized that that whole innovation is messy concept started to sink in when I heard people say it back to me. When I heard other speakers say, as Kat Matson says, innovation is messy. I never consciously set out to be known as believing that innovation is messy. It's just that that is a key part of what I was talking about at the time. Similarly, another key message that I became known for was an app is not a business idea. Now, I love the fact that this one actually stuck because people would often say to me in the startup universe that, oh, I've got this great idea for an app. And an app isn't a business. An app isn't a startup. An app is a distribution model for a something. And the reason I would start saying an app is not a business idea is because people were missing the point. They were they were thinking that the thing that they saw on a screen was the business without understanding all of the complexity not to mention whether or not it solves a legitimate problem in the universe, they were missing that that's the key to the business model. And then finally, and I think this is probably one of my all-time favourite things that I became known for, was the phrase engineering serendipity because coupled with innovation is messy, this notion that how you support small businesses, how you support startups, how you enable all businesses to grow is by creating spaces where they have access to the resources, to the connections, to the ideas, to the information, to the education that they need. And that's not, again, a straight line. And so a big part of a lot of the programming that we did in the startup and innovation and small business growth space was designed to engineer serendipity that is create opportunities where accidental conversations would happen that would lead to a something else now all three of those concepts innovation is messy engineering serendipity an app is not a business idea as i said we never designed sound bites i never sat down and spent hours wordsmithing those messages they were just congruent key messages, congruent, I guess, beliefs that I was always repeatedly and consistently repeating throughout my presentations, throughout my conversations, throughout the videos, throughout the content that we were producing. And it still comes back to me in Facebook posts when I'm at an event and the MC or the speaker will see me and they'll refer back to it. And the reason I want to 
bring this one to your attention today is because we spend so much time, so much time, thinking that we need to craft those messages, thinking that we need to craft the tweetable or the soundbite or the, the meme that might go viral. Marketing experts might tell you otherwise. A marketing agency or an ad agency might tell you that you can craft a meme. But in my experience, when it comes to viral sound bites, when it comes to viral memes, memes, when it comes to those messages of mine that have gone viral, they haven't quite been accidental because the essence of the messaging was quite deliberate. But what made them go viral was that they were complex concepts that had been distilled into simple messages. They were words that my audience understood and so they could put them into their own mouths and bring them back to me. And they effectively captured the essence of what I was trying to say. But most importantly, they resonated. People, when they heard them come from me the first time, they go, yep, totally. Yep, understand. Yep, I agree. So that's what makes a soundbite a soundbite. That's what makes a message go viral. It's not about the specific words. It's not about the wordsmithing. It's about the essence and it's about the congruence of your message and it's about saying it over and over again, not from a, I want to say, not from a, uh, not like lyrics of a song over and over again, but because it is part of your core messaging. It is what you stand for and it is what you're talking about. I'd love to know what sound bites or viral messages you've picked up from other people that you now use. In fact, you might not even remember where you heard a message. It might be that you, um, it's just a saying of yours that you know you didn't come up with, but it's now just part of your vernacular. So if you've got some of those sound bites, I would love for you to head over to the Speaking with Confidence Facebook group and share them. Just pop them into the group and let me know if you can remember where you heard them or why you love it so much. But the other thing that I want you to do is I want you to go and check out my How to Stop Rambling ebook because, like this podcast, it's short, it's pithy, it's packed full of tips, and it'll do exactly what it says on the label. It'll show you how to stop rambling. And to be honest, if you want your message to go viral, then stopping the ramble, stopping the verbal vomit or the verbal diarrhea, stopping the data dump, that is a key way of having your message go viral. Because when your audience can hear what it is that you're saying, when they can hear your clear, concise points and messages, then your ideas will go viral. So head over to impactfulpresenters.com, that's impactfulpresenters.com, and download my brand spanking new look ebook, How to Stop Rambling. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I cannot wait to see you again very, very soon, and I look forward to hearing about some of your viral messages. In the meantime, here's to confidence and here's to impact. I'll see you soon.